Hello, world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning, world. Shelley Shearer here, and I hope you're having a fantastic day. I had an epiphany this morning, and I needed to share it with you. Don't you just love that when all of a sudden you realize something and it's like, oh, I never saw it that way before. So, I'm coaching. <laughs> and someone is telling me this story. It's, this coaching has been going on for a while. And I asked permission to use this example. So, uh, they said no problem. I've been coaching someone who's having some issues with someone in their life that they feel is is just quite selfish and you know it's all about them blah 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 well, that can be a tough thing it, it really can be when you're dealing whether it's with a family or a co-worker or or a boss or in your own business that sort of thing so these feelings are coming up and I'm laughing right now actually inside while I'm podcasting because my cat had foot surgery two days ago because he managed to get himself into yet another fight so he's trying desperately to chew this bandage off his leg because I'm giving him a break from the cone of shame it's not going well <laughs> I figured he would just concentrate on grooming himself for half an hour but no now that he's fixated on that stupid bandage um, that's all he can focus on it's like th is the bandage he was just sitting there grooming himself normally until I covered up the stitches when his, he got his cone off he, he actually got it off himself and now he's fixated we are the same way in our lives a lot of the time, whether it's emotionally or, um, well, emotionally really is really what it boils down to. So the interesting part about this coaching session was this person was also sharing that although they felt there was a lot of selfishness and um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it was kind of entitlement all about them. They're also describing this person's behavior and there was a lot of generosity involved. These people seem to be quite giving in lots of other ways. And so as a coach and a facilitator, it's just sort of my job to listen and try and put the pieces together to find out what point of view is being experienced here and shared or not shared or not realized into why someone has an opinion about this other person and yet actions were sort of displacing some of the, the perceptions. Well, it was interesting because when we got to the bottom line of it all, and I've got, I've got family members that are a little bit like this sometimes as well, so that's where, that's where the epiphany came from, and it's really going to help me in the future dealing with some of my family members. The situation wasn't such that this person felt like the person they were dealing with was super, super selfish. It became a realization that the, the party that they were having the negative reaction to does great things for other people when it's on their terms and it's their idea. So you, the most common place for this is a, is a workplace, to be perfectly honest. You might work for a boss, and I'm just going to use this as an example. It may be the other way around. It may be an employee for you, but say you have a boss, and one day it's like, oh my goodness, they're on page, things are getting done, there's a lot of generosity, and then the next time someone asks something of them, it's like, no. And it's all shut down and it just goes nowhere and you're confused well the other person has I will call it maybe a bit of a character flaw you can I'm really not sure what the technical term might be for that but it has to be on their terms and there's a lot of people like that 
Now, in fact, everyone's like that to a certain degree, I believe. There's, there's very few truly selfless people on the planet. Even when my husband and I are doing something, you have to understand that sometimes you do things for other people because it makes you feel good. Now, you might say, well, that doesn't make me selfish. Well, it does a little bit. It's not a bad thing. Better you do the good deed. But there's, you know, if you've got a need of, for recognition or um, acknowledgement, you're going to do things so that it serves you. That is just human nature. Don't get caught up in the negatives of all that with yourself or other people. That just tends to be human nature. Now, the thing to understand, though, especially in a workplace, is understanding if you have a boss or an employee like that. Because learning to manage that is part of your job if you want things to work out the way you want them to work out. So that was sort of an epiphany for me in some of my family situations. But for this person, this work environment needed to to be adjusted. And there was no understanding there by my client. And the understanding came when we realized that the other party does for other people and to some people seems incredibly generous and selfless but only if it was their idea and it's on their terms if you came to them and asked them for something they immediately shut down and the answer was no now without coaching the other party do i have any idea where their issues are coming from i don't i can speculate i can guess but you know what that's all it would be there's something in their behavior that is driving that need for it to be about them good or bad it just is what it is and you will win if you can figure that out about other people even more importantly if you can figure that out about yourself I had to deal with this a little bit in my 30s I have a gift of service but I did realize many years later um, was pointed out I was kind of watching my behavior I would jump in and help but it was also my way to escape because I could hide in the service. I could go to the kitchen and do the dishes. I could be in an event and work the tables, you know, whatever. But I was using my gift of service um, to sometimes hide, to avoid the social interactions that may be happening in that particular environment. So understanding this about yourself is would be just an amazing uh, insight into your own personalities. But in this particular case, if you were dealing in a workforce situation where you have a boss or an employee like this, understanding that will make you a better manager, will make you a better employer. Okay, because ultimately, and I don't mean to sound conniving, but the end result's what's important. So there's the, you know, the old saying, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? There are just some people that are so set on being right, they will cut their nose off to spite their face. Don't be that person. Just, you know, just don't be that person. And if you can hear the cat crying in the background, I apologize because he's uh, hiding, limping down the hall, completely pissy right now and focused again on that stupid bandage. So he was perfectly content to groom the rest of his body and, and have a cone-free half an hour until I gave him something to fixate on. I might have got lucky. He might have actually left the stitches alone, but I'm so afraid of taking my eyes off him for a minute because he can pull those suckers out in a heartbeat he's not this is not my cat's first surgery he's a fighter and he's a pain in the butt sometimes um but he's mine and i have to look after him he's the responsibility i took on and actually i'm going to talk about that in another podcast about attraction because he's also a little expensive with all the surgeries and you know what are you attracting into your life different podcast i'm off topic so just a, a just a quick thing today on on you know recognizing and realizing motivations for people's behavior. There is nothing more powerful than understanding what is driving a person. And 
nothing more powerful than understanding what's driving you. That was a huge learning experience for me in my mid-20s to mid-30s. Probably that decade was all about understanding why I did the things I did. You know, I had some trauma when I was younger. I had a huge amount of insecurities in my early 20s, late teens, early 20s, that I was carrying through into my adult life. So I appeared very mature. I appeared very put together. But underneath it all, that just wasn't the case. That was just the image I was portraying to the world. So that's, you know, I did a course years ago about, you know, aligning your circles, what you portray to the world and and who you are as a person. Those need to become aligned. And age and experience and wisdom kind of bring that through time. Most of us are just not popped out of the womb that way. And in my case, I really had to deal with a lot of uh, hurt and healing so that I could start being true and presenting to the world the person that I was, not what I wanted them to see. Okay. And you know, that, that is a big deal for everybody. And for you as well, if you want to succeed and have happiness in your life, these are the things that I really encourage you to strive for because it takes a huge amount of energy to put forth a false image or to always be compensating or covering up the person that we want to be in the world. So embrace who you are, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You need to embrace all of it and you need to understand your limitations. I had a chat with my son this morning, he called him from South Africa, and this actually is what prompted the connection with the coaching session and the client with the work situation to my own family. It just it was just a huge epiphany, that's really all I can say, and it was just staggering to go, oh my goodness, I never realized that in my own life. Hopefully this person, I've, I've been able to kind of identify that with them and are helping them. But also with Ryan, my son has certain personality traits and, and things that he struggles in his own life, but his awareness allows him to deal with it. But if you're dealing with someone else that has little to no awareness and they're not on page with their own behavior or understanding yours, you're always going to have conflict or there's going to be a lack of understanding. The biggest place I could probably encourage you is those of you that perhaps are divorced and are raising children separately is to try and understand the other person's point of view, understand their childhood, try and understand, you know, if they're knee jerking or they're doing things that just bother you, try and find out why and have a discussion with them. It's not always going to work. There's, you know, there's just a lot of unwillingness out there to, to understand more, but the question is, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? If you want to be happy, it would behoove you as an individual and a person to do your best to understand the situations that are occurring and the relationships that are occurring around you. Sorry, I'm a little slurring today. You think I was on the cat medication. <laughs> so uh, I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope I've given you something to think about today. Understanding. It really kind of boils down a little bit to, you know, walk a mile in the other person's shoes. It doesn't also, the last story, the point I just, last point I want to make is doesn't mean you're going to change them. Okay. There are times that just they're people that you're dealing with, they may never change. And there may be nothing that you can do to facilitate that change. The only thing you can do is change yourself and, and understand, because I truly believe that there's a lot less frustration if you're understanding what's driving the other person's reactions and, and decisions, then perhaps you can, you know, manage. I manage my mom a little bit at this point in her life, her memory, her age, and my awareness. She's not aware of it, and I will never make her aware of that. But I cope with her a lot better than I did 20 years ago because the only person that's changed in that situation is me. I'm more aware. Therefore, I avoid situations where there's going to be conflict. I encourage or compliment where I areas where I know she's got a bit of vanity or she needs to hear those things. Do you know what? Are we hurting anybody? No. 
sorry, one more point. I did a quick story years ago when I took a course called The Pursuit of Excellence. I believe the course is still out there in North America somewhere, um, but worldwide uh, it has taken on other names. And it's where I learned the, the circles lining up. I attended that and in my life I've come across two gentlemen, one I was engaged to, one became a friend and him and his girlfriend became good friends. And they were ugly situations because they were individuals that took that knowledge and learned learnt it in order to manipulate other people. That is not the point of this podcast and is not the point of my of my sharing with you. It is not it is not your job right or anything to to manipulate other people with your knowledge about them. Okay, with great power comes great responsibility. It, that's no different than to whom much is given, much is expected. If you have been given wealth, if you have been given wisdom, if you have been given huge gifts, it is not your place in the world to use them to tear others down, to manipulate to your benefit, and to basically make it all about you. I truly believe it is your job to go out there and create enlightenment and gifting and teaching to raise the awareness of the world up. I do believe that we're on a path that changes are going to come in our cultures in the next 100,000 years that will be astronomical. Our awareness, I believe, is, is the, that door is starting to open. And that awareness is coming now in, in our lifetime with science and technology behind it. I believe there was huge awareness thousands of years ago on this planet. You don't get things like the pyramids and the Mayans and there was in, in, in vast civilizations, the Greeks and the Romans, um, without some awareness. There was, you know, there was great studies, awareness, and those cultures, unfortunately, all degraded. Now, a lot of that greatness was built on the backs of slaves, and, you know, that we're not getting into that conversation. What I'm saying is, I believe there was a time before the Dark Ages that there was an, a, an awareness with nature itself, but there was no technology or understanding to back it. So the Dark Ages came... Um, religion, you know, just started to rule and that just became a power unto itself. That's just historical fact. It's, it's not speculation. These are just the, how history has, has worked forward. But I believe we're coming into another age of awareness, but that age of awareness is also coupled with a lot of scientific data that we didn't have before. And boy, if we're only using the Dixie cup above the water and our subconscious is the ice, iceberg below it, can you imagine where our awareness will be a thousand years from now? Because I truly, by the way, I don't believe the pl we're going to kill the planet. The planet will survive just fine. There will probably be some freaking plague or something that will wipe out a good po portion of the population and self-correct. But I do truly believe that the planet will survive because evolution and adaptation is simply part of nature. And it will it will survive. I don't believe that we need to be GMOing the uh, living daylights out of the world in order to feed the populations. I believe that the, 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 the planet itself will self-adjust. Anyways, that's another topic of conversation. But what I'm saying is we're coming into another age of awareness and, and be part of that. Be part of the lifting of the energetic level and the lifting of the spirits around the with the people around you. Understanding understanding is such a gift and not everybody has it so if you are on that journey i applaud you i encourage you just keep looking and keep learning have a great day everyone and i'll catch you on the flip side thank you for joining me here today and if you subscribe to my podcast you won't miss a thing remember to focus on not living in regret you can reach me on twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com let me know what you liked best about today's podcast, leave a review on iTunes, or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.